Hello world. Welcome officially to the IMG Handover podcast. Today's topic, a trip into the future. Hello everybody. My name is Kavi Ratnawira and I would like to officially welcome you to the IMG Handover podcast. That was my cast right there, <laughs> which I would also like to officially welcome um, to this podcast. Um, so we're going to start off with the senior podcaster himself, uh, right hand man, great guy overall, 10 out of 10, Galtham Janey. How are you, sir? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for that intro. That was far too kind. <laughs> If there's anyone that has taught me kindness, it's this man. Uh, Galtham Janey, everyone that's listening in. So tune in for a season of kindness and great advice from him. Uh, familiar feelings for you, Galtham? Oh, yes, yes. About everyone here. About everyone here. Yes. I meant about the podcast. Oh, the podcast as well. The podcast. As well. <laughs> great. Um, uh, Galtham and I have podcasted before a little bit, so he really knows the ins and outs of everything that's going on here. And we'd like to um, also officially welcome new to podcasting realm, Mr. Pars Dadiala himself. How are you, boss? I'm good, Cavi. Thanks so much for that lovely welcome. <laughs> no worries. That's as good as I am going to be this year. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, getting into clinical year here and I have no idea what I'm in for. So at least I can introduce... The consultants <laughs> properly so <laughs> that's good yeah. you know what that's like number one as the med student job you exactly know? apart yeah. from getting coffees as a med student yeah. it's like you know introduce the superiors right yeah exactly yes. so as i'd like to introduce my superior pars dariala <laughs> how does it feel to be live uh feels good uh feels like um doing something new so you know getting out of my comfort zone type of thing and um we'll see we'll see how this goes sweet love to hear it and last but not least um we have a lot of nicknames for her <laughs> i got introduced to her as some form of tea it's like steep tea i'm not really too sure i think her actual name i'm still checking but i think it's deep tea deep tea raj guru everybody welcome Woo! to the podcast Hi, yes, yeah. Unfortunately, I went by multiple different names, which was very confusing for <laughs> everyone knew that I was meeting. But hi, Cavi. Thanks for being an awesome MC, by the way. This is going great. Uh, no, no worries. I actually drew the short straw on this one. So um, uh, um, unfortunately for everyone that's listening in, you're going to have to listen to my voice for a little bit more than usual on this podcast. So because we're here to actually just... Uh, Uh, just inform you about what this actually all is um, before we get set up on today's topic. Um, so at the time of recording this first podcast, we all are currently third year medical students studying in Queensland, Australia. Um, yeah, I was going to ask for a woo, but I, th I think woo. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you can initiate um, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also all originally actually from Canada. Um, and I think that deserves a double woo. Woo, woo, woo. woo. Nice. Um, We need a sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still working on the sound and uh, all the other technical aspects of this show. Um, but thank you for tuning in. 
Um, and uh, we all chose to make the leap to come here to Australia to really, I guess, chase our dreams of uh, becoming physicians. Um, and lastly, and probably the best thing of all that's probably happened of us being all here is that we all became neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of us feel more happier about that than others, but <laughs> take it for what it is. Um, so we all realized that um, we actually all love and share the passion to listen for podcasts in our own time. Uh, and since we all meet up on most weekends to de-stress and talk about our lives, we were like, why not give it a shot at making our own podcast? Um, and so that's kind of where this whole um, idea really sparked. And we were like, well, we kind of want to um, talk about our experiences as um, international medical students um, and then share our share our lived thoughts and experiences um, to hopefully help one of you out there that are also wanting to go on this journey or think about going on it or are actually currently going through it and can relate to it. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of our goal. Would you guys say that's a bit accurate on, on the know, description? On yeah, the absolutely. description? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. Um, so the IMG Handover podcast is really a podcast where we want to enlighten the world about our journeys as international medical students which I had just said five seconds ago, so <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> um, so we're really wanting to actually cover a variety of topics. Um, it'll be including academic, non-academic, travel, the highs and lows about being a medical student, and really everything in between. Um, and, you know, hopefully down the line, you know, we obviously don't also want to just bore uh, everyone's ears with the just ourselves. So if we have some other um, guests that we think might be insightful we'll definitely be happy to bring them on as well um, so to start us off we're actually going to be taking it back this episode will be the first episode in a three-part series we like to call transition of a lifetime Ooh. cue the woo <laughs> woo so in this episode we'll be talking about our first day in australia um so i guess i'll uh, uh, start off, I guess, Galtham, since, uh, you know, you've been had the most experience of being live on the air. We'll start off with you. Um, are you able to give me a snapshot about your first day in Australia and how it went? Yeah. Um, so trying to think back, you know, it's been a while. But I think the very first thing that comes to mind is how hot it was. Just literally, even as soon as you landed, you could just feel the humidity and heat. So I think that's the very first thing that came to mind, the drastic change in weather compared to back home in Vancouver. Um, and then the other thing that comes to mind in terms of my first day in Australia is um, just being a bit overwhelmed with um, how much there was to tackle for the next four years um, is probably the other big thing. But thankfully, I had my uh, parents come with me at the time. So that, that was very helpful as well. Excellent. So it was definitely a range of emotions as I think um, I would definitely agree and test to that. Um, Pars, how about for yourself? What was um, what was the, you know, any memories or any particular things or a snapshot of your first day in Australia? Um, yeah, like I resonate a lot with the weather change because I really like the cold temperatures. And so coming to uh, Queensland, which is the sunshine state, as it's called in <laughs> Australia, it's incredibly hot here. Um, so that was uh, a bit uncomfortable, let's say. And um, I guess what else would be uh, just kind of figuring stuff out in like uh, a new country, like, you know, getting a phone and 
um, getting accommodation, um, even getting to accommodation and, and, and stuff like that. That was uh, a bit challenging, but um, some of the things that I guess I was thinking about is, um, you know, what what kind of things that I'm going to need to have my life here for the next four years. Mm. So like, you know, groceries, everything basically that, you know, you need to survive type of thing. Mm. Those were kind of all rolling around in my head at that point in time. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I guess we'll just quickly clarify at this point. Um, both of you guys were um, going to the university, the sorry, the Queensland University School of Medicine so you guys were located up in Brisbane, which is where um, the major city in Queensland is. Yeah. Right. Okay. So for myself uh, and Deepti, who uh, I'll get to in two seconds, uh, we're both at um, Griffith University, which is based in the Gold Coast, which is about an hour to an hour and a half away from Brisbane. Um, so uh, just so that everybody is aware about where, where we're actually um located and what school we're associated with so uh deep tea um any uh memories or feelings or you know a snapshot of your day one in australia yeah i won't um i i definitely mirror the temperature change for sure but i think the biggest thing for me was you i you know the long flight from canada to here it was like 18 plus hours of flying and like leaving my sister, my dad, my immediate family behind, all those emotions kind of had to be like packed away. And then as soon as you land, it's reality sets in. So for me, it was like a checklist of things that had to be done. And I, I wish I had prepared a little bit better. Um, thankfully, I had my mom here, which definitely helped. But like, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, you know, you had to put your game face on and get ready to actually settle down, which was exciting and scary <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, I guess now looking back for all of us, it, it, I think we, I, at least for myself, like it's, it's nice to reflect now and to have this platform to actually do that because I don't actually think I ever thought of my day one until we decided to do this. Yeah. And now that I think back, I was like, man, we went through a lot in that, just that first 24 hours mm. with so many emotions, like you had mentioned of like missing family already and then just being excited, but scared to you know be here and be like it's a reality like you had mentioned um but um yeah i just feel like it was just so go 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 at that time so you didn't actually get time to reflect on this mm. so uh, if anyone finds this like a therapy session for ourselves just disclaimer it may be become one for myself now that i'm re realizing as i talk out loud here <laughs> just kidding um no, so <laughs> <laughs> um so I guess in terms of, um, yeah, even for myself, like uh, I, uh, I had moved out from home before when I was doing my undergrad, um, but it was never a move like this because I could still go home anytime really I wanted to. I was only about an hour away from home. Whereas now when coming to Australia, like I couldn't just go home whenever I wanted to. And basically if I had an issue here, I had to figure out how to solve it for myself. Um, and for you guys, was this your guys' first time moving out of home? Yeah, um, for me it was. Um, I never, like, I stayed home throughout undergrad and um, all that stuff. So that was a big, big move. Um, 
you know, first time living outside of the house and you decide to go to an entirely new continent um, mm. on the other side of the world. So. Entirely <laughs> new hemisphere. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was completely new. Um, but uh, I had my mom for the first little while, so that was good. She helped me kind of settle in and stuff like that. And um, the accommodation that I had was um, something that I found... Um, when I was back in Canada and so everything was kind of set up um in in that regards when I came here I just had to kind of show up and then basically be given a key and stuff like that um which was another bit of a hassle actually because I actually arrived on a long weekend so there was nobody there so (laughs) so that was a bit of fun um and yeah so it was it was all right kind of um kind of living by myself after after setting up so that was good yeah um did i like i also looked at my um accommodation i had booked my accommodation before i had left home and i think sorry i'm just gonna add a little tidbit there just tagging along with what paris said like for anyone who's looking for um accommodation i don't know if that was the best option um we'll talk about ostrick in a different episode but they definitely recommend you seeing the place in person before actually putting, um, you know, your signing a contract and doing all that. But I thought for ease of access and just having a little bit more security just to have something in place right when it like la- right upon landing. And I, I definitely was um, one of the unfortunate people who didn't get what I thought I was receiving. And it led it leads to um, increased stress rather than actually like you know, coming here and actually finding um, your path. Because I think, Gautam, was was that, did you, you had an Airbnb and that's how you found your place, right? Yeah, exactly. So I I followed Ostrich's advice, like you said. Mm. So I, I just um, was in temporary accommodation with my parents for, I think, about a week. And in that week, I just looked at so many different places. And thankfully, I found a nice place <clears throat> that I stayed throughout my first year in. Um, and that was just through uh, flatmates, but I, I think we'll t- I guess we'll talk about all of the accommodation and stuff as well in further episodes. Hmm. Um, I, I think to add on, yeah, I did the same thing. Um, you, it's very very difficult to kind of know the exact like location and where everything's are, <laughs> being so many kilometers away from this place. Um, so I actually came with my. Uh, dad as well and then we um, ended up renting an airbnb for a week um, and just had essentially a to-do list of things to get done and the biggest thing on that to-do list was to find a place to live here for at least the first six months um, of the semester because once the semester starts you're obviously trying to focus on what you came here for which is med school so trying to find a house to live in at the same time of trying to go to med school is also a very very difficult thing to do um I think what's insightful for you as a listener is that you can find comfort that it can be done in both ways. Mm. So if you are more of the person where you want a bit of security, um, I guess the advice is to really put in some good research, make the necessary phone calls and send the appropriate emails. Definitely ask for pictures, maybe like a virtual tour or something. So you at least have an idea of what you're signing into. I don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to add in terms of if you... Yeah, look. I definitely recommend 
um, the virtual tour, as in like if you just like FaceTime them and they just show you the place, because the pictures can be very uh, deceiving that they post <laughs> on the websites, um, according to many of my friends. So yeah, I, I don't think I would trust many of the pictures from some of the people on online. Totally. And then on the alternative side, um, if you you can always choose to also just book like an Airbnb or temporary accommodation, even a hotel, whatever it is, uh, for a week or so, and then just go out hunting. And like you had mentioned before, Galtham, I think for me, I use flatmates as well, which is a pretty good source to find um, rooms or roommates that are requiring, um, you know, that have vacancies, I guess, at their place. Um, so that's good. That's good that you guys brought up accommodation because it definitely is one of the big things that is definitely on your mind from day one onwards. Um, and I uh, just wanted to also clarify uh, about Austrex for those that don't know that are listening. It's an organization that we actually applied through that really help us to get prepared to come here. Um, that's essentially where we put all of our applications in and they help us chat with the universities and then uh, we apply through Austrek, which sends our application and they take care of all that those items for us. And then once you've been accepted into the med school, um, then they help with preparing you to actually come here. Mm-hmm. Um, so just wanted to clarify that as well. Um, great. Um, so apart from the housing situation that we discussed, was there any other big challenge or um, adversity that uh, any of you guys had to get through on day one or I guess week one of being here in Australia? I mean, I guess um, another big sort of important thing to cross off the list of things to do when you first arrive is, you know, opening up a bank account if you mm-hmm. haven't already. Um, Cause I think you can do that online nowadays, but um, I didn't do that um, prior to coming to Australia. So, um, and again, arriving on a long weekend, I don't recommend. So, um, had to figure that out kind of on the fly a little bit. Um, went to a bank to, uh, open an account. Actually, uh, I went to campus and there ended up being a bank on, on the campus that, uh, I was able to go into and basically open an account and stuff like that. So I had my student ID and, and my, uh, confirmation of enrollment and stuff like that and they were able to open an account for me um, so that was one thing and then I guess the other th- sort of important thing is uh, communication so uh, <laughs> making sure you have a sim card and stuff um, when you arrive and I think they have like uh, little kiosks at the um, airport yeah at the airport for you to get like a sim card um, a temporary one or something but uh, Honestly, yeah yeah I went to the mall, I think, to get my permanent one. Mm. And I think that's actually a good point. Sorry, like you had mentioned that you had come and landed here on a long weekend. That makes a huge difference because a lot of things have uh, different opening hours, um, especially in Brisbane or uh, like we can just attest to Gold Coast or Brisbane. But um, that affects what you can actually access. And um, the two main things you need here is one, like you said, a communication device and also funding. Like you need uh, to have your Australian account open and have uh, access to money. And um, yeah, that was definitely a big mistake on my part. I should have actually gone to the kiosk at the airport and got a SIM card in my phone because by the time we got to the house, me and my mom were just standing outside this house 
for an hour with no keys because we couldn't communicate with um the the landlord i guess uh, you would call her and like at that time and um, it was really stressful and if we had a phone we would probably be able to call her and resolve that situation a lot quicker than standing in the heat um in the middle of the afternoon for an hour <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> it's horrible it was with all our suitcases i was like this sucks mm. <laughs> um yeah so uh, I, th- I think also, I, I don't know if you did this, Gautam, or you, you might have actually told me, um, as he usually does, ladies and gentlemen, because this man is usually on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that um, you can actually, there's also phone providers that are available at the airport itself. Um, so they can, I set up my phone directly at the airport, so it was ready to go. And I think there was a deal going on at the time, which I think, Gautam, that's what you sent. And I don't know if you did the same thing or not. Yeah, I think I remember, like, we signed up through Optus back at, in Canada, and then we were able to just pick up, like, the SIM card at the airport. Yeah. That is what happened. Something yeah, like exactly. So, again, it's, it's um, I think you as the listener can take that. It's very manageable to, you know, if you haven't thought of it or haven't gotten the time to do it or whatever, it's definitely able to be done here as well. Uh, but if not, you can also pre-set up yourself as well. Um, and then, I guess, so in, in your head, if you're thinking about embarking on this journey, you know, you've obviously done a lot of research. Um, I guess the, the small things that you need to uh, check in for, I guess, um, is... For example, for me and Dee, we we landed into Brisbane, but we resided in the Gold Coast, which was an hour and a half away. So um, I'm not sure what Deepti did, but for myself, I actually ended up renting a car to get down there. Um, and then so that way I could carry all the stuff I brought. Um, and then we went to our Airbnb. I already had my phone plan with me, so I knew I had to get my bank stuff set up and then go and house hunt. So that was kind of like my, okay, these are the big things I need to get done uh, on that list. Um, and what about for you, Dee? How did, uh, how did you manage the transition, I guess, into the Gold Coast? Um, yeah, so actually, it's, some, uh, it's good that you brought it up. Uh, Griffith University actually offered a transport program and basically there's this um driver who sees you at the air you give you send them your flight information um they meet you at the airport and drive you down to your destination so for us it was the address that i was going to be residing in for the rest of the year i signed a one-year contract with the um house that i was staying at and yeah so they picked me up they dropped me off and i think at that time it was like a hundred dollars so that was a lot of like stress that was alleviated otherwise um, we would have been renting a car or taking the transport um, system which is really actually convenient uh, in Brisbane but it's just such a long way um, to the Gold Coast (laughs) did you guys have how was your guys's transportation or how did you guys maneuver around your first day Gautam yeah for us as well UQ had a shuttle service so that was nice as well so they just picked us up and they could drop you off at your location yeah, exactly. Um, and I remember there were a couple other people that ended up getting on the shuttle at the same time that I did. And um, yeah, he just takes you to all the all the spots. Um, but we were <laughs> we were dropped off first, so priority. <laughs> we paid extra first class, you know. <laughs> I definitely missed this memo on free shuttle buses and stuff. But <laughs> I, I also just wanted to add, um, we all came with. Our family, I guess, like at least one member of our family, but um, 
I think that made things a lot easier in terms mm-hmm. of um, being able to move like just all your stuff that obviously helps and just having that support system there with you but there are also many of our friends who moved completely on their own and they they were able to do it successfully as well so don't think that it's like a requirement but I think if you do do it that way just give yourself a few more days um, before med school starts so that it's just easier in terms of the transition Absolutely. that's a good that's a good transition because I, I also wanted to bring that up um, again ladies and gentlemen this man just is <laughs> smiles ahead of us ahead he's of the a, game he's a, He's, uh, I thought I had the script today. Just, get, <laughs> just getting the scripts in my head. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what do you guys think is a reasonable time in how early um, you would advise someone to come? Like um, in terms of from, I guess, the first day that they're required to be at university for day one med school, how early should they be arriving? Or in your experience, what was an optimal time for you? Um, okay, I'll go. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm the type of person who's very anxious about timing. So I was here about eight days, like so a little over a week before school started. And that was just to get settled, get all my school supplies <laughs> and just figure out like my regular schedule. There's a lot of paperwork that has to be done in the first little while. So I wanted to get all that sorted. So I would say a week is comfortable where you can get into a schedule of things and, kind of get to know the area a little bit better and i yeah i don't know i thought that was a reasonable amount of time yeah i would agree i think a week is good i um i think our orientation i think started middle of the week so i just came on the friday um and so i had probably like the weekend and um like two days of like two working days i guess um to kind of sort everything out and then i started orientation um so that probably wasn't enough time to at least enjoy the the migration aspect of it as well like you know you might want to be like a tourist for like the first couple days and like go and explore the city and like go see what's around and stuff like that um which I would probably recommend because, you know, you get an idea of, of how far things are and, you know, what you have access to and, like, how good the public transit system is, for example, because um, I didn't realize it until we actually did go out and explore um, a bit of Brisbane that, you know, you don't need to take a taxi everywhere because the bus system was actually quite good and the train system was actually quite good and the place that i lived in first year was right on the on the railway system so um that was a big help as well Mm. yeah absolutely yeah those are those are great points to add i think um for any of you that are thinking to come down here those are definitely things to check out um because um i know like like i've i've gone to learn i think uq has several campuses so it's worthwhile to know which campus you're going to be mainly located on if you can find that information. So that way you can situate your housing appropriately. Um, because, yeah, if you're not intending to either get a car or if you, um, you know, are not close to a transit system, it's very difficult to get around. And um, if you don't own, like, for example, something like a bike or a skateboard or however, you uh, or a scooter even. Everyone seems to scooter here, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, like those are just the small things that sometimes actually go a really long way because six months in when you're 
you know, deep into med school and you're like, oh my gosh, I have like so many things to worry about. Those little efforts that you put in in the beginning actually really pay off because um, everything seems a li- lot more convenient for you. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, I definitely would agree to Gautam's point about the fact that, yeah, um, yeah, it's nice to have pe- people come over with you and be there as well. But yes, I, I'm on the same boat of being in Griffith. I know several friends that came here alone and managed to get settled and do everything as well. Mm. In fact, on the I think we're all individuals who um, like to give some time for the preparation because I came a week early as well, I think. And th- I think that was more than enough time. Mm. Um, obviously, you can come more than a week and then just actually spend time here, which is great as well. Um, but I had, I met some friends who literally came a day before medicine started. If not, <laughs> I think some came after as well and they're, you know, they've gotten by as well. So, um, if you're in a situation, oh, I think, uh, Galtham's getting an email from the, uh, director general of, uh, some hospital, uh, he's being summoned to, I'm sorry guys, this is unexpected that he, uh, you know, he was on call today. I'm I'm just joking. Um, the hospital is not on fire, doctor. No, no, all good. Okay, we're all good. All right. Um, so yeah. A- anyways, um, yeah. So some people even came after um, when uh, medicine had started, and they still got they still got on by. So whatever situation or predicament you're in, and you think, oh my gosh, this will like never work out. Um, it it can work out, and it most likely actually will work out. Um, they're very supportive here. Um, you can definitely have chats with your school. Um, Austrac plays uh, played a big role in you know ensuring you to connect with people here. Um, that older students that have come in as internationals, which really helped. I don't know if you guys went to any of the um, icebreaker events or not, but we had a dinner here um, with a bunch of um, Canadians that had come over. So it's nice to meet people who are going through the same thing. So you you know that, oh, yeah, like you're not alone in this and everybody's feeling the same feelings that you're probably having in your head. Mm. That'd be pretty accurate. I kind of rambled on there. I apologize. No, no. Absolutely. No, yeah, that was good. Um, uh, I think like, yeah, like what you said about, um, you know, going to like the meet and greet dinners and, and stuff like that to kind of socialize with your your peers um, before the actual beginning of the um, semester is is a good way to kind of help ease some anxiety and and you know make friends and stuff like that so uh, I would recommend doing that even though I didn't actually go <laughs> myself <laughs> I, know. I think I, I, I yeah I would have loved to go to that it's just timing sometimes is a little bit of an issue and if you want to spend a little bit more time at home then you're sacrificing um, missing out on some of those things here but Definitely, I think it was worth it. It would have been nice to see the other Canadians uh, before the first day of school, yeah, for sure. I, I think I went to the Austrek held event, which was for all the UQ students, and I went to it, and yeah, I, I definitely met a lot of people there, so I definitely recommend, if you are here, definitely go to it. Mm. Wonderful. Um, so I guess to kind of just put into snapshot of really how the day or the week went with the list is you pretty much came here. You kind of knew your housing or not, but you knew you had to get that done. Um, you figured out how you're going to actually move around, um, be it Uber, a taxi, you got a car, rental car, trans public transit, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, and then you went to the bank, you set up your bank account, you hopefully set up your mobile account at this time as well. 
and then you probably got all your essentials done and you know where the local grocer is and restaurants (laughs) and stuff to feed yourself Um, and then you're pretty you're pretty uh settled in ready to actually now start thinking about okay i'm here for medicine what do i need to get done for to get ready for my course Uh, but i i just wanted to bring it back because we'll be talking about all medicine stuff in later episodes. Um, I think Parsi brought up a good point, um, which is to definitely also just take some time to know that you, this might be the first time for you in a new place, especially this place if you have never been here, and to actually you know go and explore and enjoy it and learn what it has to offer. Mm. Um, and for any of you that are listening and thinking or are in this process currently, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like there's there's a lot of things to look at. And there is. Um, just to know that, just to let you know, like um, it's not as also as massive of a culture shock as it is because Australia is a really well-developed nation. Queensland, you know, it's the sky is still blue here and the trees are green <laughs> and there's just a spider lurking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's totally not true. It's it's very nice in the city. Um, I, I literally didn't feel living in the city as if I was in some deserted place or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Would you guys have anything else to add? No, no, not really. I think that um, that comfort of knowing that would definitely help and it's nice to connect with other students who you know are previously have been here so that you can get their input as well and like you know it's 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 a being a tourist helps alleviate some of those other anxieties that you might have outside of just medicine and yeah and it's fun and the beaches here truly are stunning absolutely stunning at least on the gold coast (laughs) yeah definitely definitely on the gold coast (laughs) yeah 100 percent and like Kavi was saying, any anyone that's feeling like overwhelmed or who's going through this process, like feel free to reach out to us as well through the podcast, and we're more than willing to help you guys out as well. Absolutely. That's why we kind of made the made the podcast in the first place. Nice. nice. I was nice. thinking. I was thinking yeah. just of that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we'll probably um, put a link or an email or something um, for if any of you want to get in touch with us and have any other specific questions. Great. Well, um, so I think we'll cut it off there then for this episode. Um, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to our very first episode. This is uh, this this episode, if you're listening and you're coming here um, or are in the process of applying, it's big milestones for you as it is a big milestone for us to get through this episode. <laughs> um, drop a comment or shoot us a message like we had said. We're always open to feedback and how to actually better improve this podcast. And we severely apologize if there was any major sound issues. We're still working out the kinks and trying to make every episode better than the last. Um, And next time, we'll actually be touching upon the lead up prior to coming to Australia, kind of like I think it's a departure checklist. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's an episode you don't want to miss because as (laughs) you will definitely want to tune in because... There's a Galtham had an intimate examination moment um, that he had to go through in order to be allowed into Australia. So I'll, I'll leave you with that cliffhanger. You know, the consultant himself, hot under pressure. <laughs> All right, so tune in next time as this marks the end of our shift. This, is, this handover is now complete.